0: You know what I'm here for back on top punch the clock clutch of sanity. I got more cribs to habitat for humanity. What's good y'all welcome back my bad for not finishing daily December I just needed a couple of days off to just recuperate and get some energy back, but I'm back and Hopefully I'm gonna try and finish out the month strong uploading as much as I can uh, today we got a trade article that we're gonna react to because December 15th is the day when NBA players who sign contracts in the offseason can finally be traded. So, we're going to be hearing a lot of trade rumors, trade talks, and hopefully some deals happening soon. I feel like this is going to be a year that's going to be very busy, especially the closer we get towards the trade deadline. But I'm excited, so we're going to react to this article from Bleacher Report that has, I think, five trades listed that could potentially happen. Before we start, leave a like, subscribe if you are new. It helps out the channel a lot. This article was written on December 13th, so that would be Monday yesterday by Andy Bailey. Um, Andy Baird is a pretty good source for Bleacher Report, so I feel like this article would be okay, but Bleacher Report always has some wild stuff in there, so let's see how it goes. First one, the Mavericks add some 3 and D potential. We see Cam Reddish is just the cover guy here. The deal says Josh Green and the lottery protected first round pick for Cam Reddish. The reports came out over the past few days that the Hawks would be willing to ship Cam Reddish, but they would want a first round pick in return and maybe some young talent. Josh Green is a fir- former first round pick, I believe, of the Dallas Mavericks. I believe he was a first round pick or maybe an early second. But he's somebody who hasn't really got a lot of run. He's got some run recently. He's been pretty decent from what I've seen from people in Mavs Twitter uh, talking about. But this would be interesting because. Right now, if you're the Hawks, you don't really have DeAndre Hunter for the foreseeable future. He's out with an injury. You do still have Kevin Herter. I mean, Cam Reddish is that wing um, depth that you have right now. He's been solid off the bench. It's kind of slowed down a little bit after a very good start. But it just seems like he's always been the odd man out in Atlanta. But it's crazy because, my personal opinion, I think a lot of people think this way too. He probably has the most upside out of the three wings that they do have between him, Herter, and DeAndre Hunter, I think he has the most upside, man. He was somebody who was a top three player in his class. He went to Duke, played alongside Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett. He just didn't really have, like, the same opportunities as those guys, I think, and, you know, he's kind of inconsistent at Duke, which is why he fell a little bit in the lottery. I think he was the 10th pick and hasn't really had a consistent chance in Atlanta because they had so much wing depth, you know, and also you add in Bogdanovich also in that rotation, and then he's also dealt with some injuries, you know, too. So I think... Really for the the Mavericks, this would be a very good trade. I think the Mavericks actually walk away from this deal the most excited team because they have a young guy that has really you know high potential. That you know he's been compared to guys like Paul George. He has Paul George type of potential. That's what he was compared to coming into the league. I think somebody that could be a very good shot creator next side next to Luka. So I think the Mavs actually walk away from this trade you know a lot happier than the than the Hawks. I think the Hawks might be a little hesitant, but for the Mavs, this would definitely be a good move. Next, it says, Utah bolsters their defense. We see Jeremy Grant is the cover guy. So this should be a little interesting. So the deal is, Bojan Bogdanovic, a top-five protected first-round pick from 2026. So a little bit down the line. And a 2022 second-round pick, which is from the Memphis Grizzlies, for Jeremy Grant. If Utah makes this move, man, I think this bolsters them. I, I don't think that this just bolsters their defense. I think offensively, Jeremy Grant... Would be great as like a secondary perimeter option alongside donovan mitchell um we know he brings he brings great defense also can hit the three-point shot and this way like he won't be the the main guy like he's been in detroit the past couple seasons so we can see him probably get back to being a more consistent offensive player as far as percentages and stuff goes but seeing him as a second option after what we've seen him do as a first option over the last year and a half even though this season's been a little down i think this will do wonders not only for him but for the utah jazz the Jazz just always seem like, we were just talking in a video the other day, they seem like they're just like a piece away from really being that team that can really, you know, get over that hump in the postseason. I think adding Jeremy Grant would be the move that would help them really be a top contender in the West when it comes to postseason time. The Knicks address their starting lineup, and this has Miles Turner as the cover guy. So let's see what the trade is. Nernos Noel Obi Toppin, a 2022 first-round pick, which is from the Charlotte Hornets, and then a top-10 protected 2023 pick. And a 2022 second round pick for miles turner that's a lot that's a lot of that's a lot for miles turner that's just a lot of um draft capital i think um you do give up the young prospect in Obi Toppin, top which i think is expected um we still don't really know what the pacers direction is we don't know if they really want to re revamp the team as a whole or just retool a little bit and build around either sabonis or miles turner i think this is a good return for Miles Turner, if you are the Pacers, I don't know if the Knicks would be willing to give up two first-round picks. But giving up Nernis Noel, who's kind of been a little injured here, here and there. Um, and then also giving up Obi Toppin, who's shown some very good flashes this season. A lot more consistently than last year. But you get somebody, Miles Turner, that's you know been a 40% three-point shooter for most of his career. One of the best shot blockers in the league. Very good defender. Definitely be an interesting move um would you slide mitchell robinson to the bench i think they would have to pay mitchell robinson after this season so you know that might be you know accepting the loss of him or not wanting to pay him a lot of money but i i think this could help the knicks out a lot because their defense has been pretty poor this year um which is crazy because they were one of the best defensive teams last year knowing that you have somebody behind you that really protects the basket very well just allows your perimeter defenders to be feel a little more at ease definitely so this would be an interesting move. I think Miles Turner, we know he's going to be a name that's going to be linked to a lot of teams. I think every team in the NBA basically would accept Miles Turner on the roster. So it's going to be interesting to see where he does go. I wouldn't hate the Knicks. Other teams that I could see him going, I've seen the Timberwolves. I think that would be a pretty good move, even though him and Cat are both you know 6'11", foot. I think they could still fit together well. I think the Raptors and the Hornets are probably teams that need to center desperately more than a lot of guys. But those would be good spots for him. And also the Warriors, I think they have the young assets. If that's what DNA and the Pacers want. And they could probably throw in some draft picks too. And I think they have a very good chance of probably pulling in Miles Turner. We'll probably see them in a trade later in this video. Probably sending around the Pacers too. But Miles Turner is definitely a hot commodity when it comes to you know trade targets around the league. And the next trade is the Warriors trade, young talent for Sabonis. I'm in the camp. I think the Pacers should just trade both of the guys and just completely hit the reset because it can be fun for fans. It can get know people in the seats because they have one of the lowest attendances in the league and i think just having a young team to look forward to is something that can help you know build some some like anticipation like guys are actually excited to see your team on the court so i think you know getting rid of the veterans that you do have to get some young talent can be helpful for you know the organization as a whole but here we see the warriors flip young talent for Demonte sabonis the deal wiseman kaminga moses moody and a top five pick from 2026 that's a lot that's a lot. And I'm I'm not sure how Sabonis really fits the Warriors' scheme. Not sure how he really fits the scheme because he's a traditional like either back to the basket or high post center. Not sure how he really fits that you know that scheme. I, I think Miles Turner would fit a lot better. Also, Kevon Looney does a solid job just knowing what he does. Um, and is that's ah that's a lot. I mean, Sabonis' contract isn't crazy, so that's a good the good side of things. But that's kind of a lot, man. You're basically Shipping your entire future away, you know, the young assets that you do have, for Sabonis, who's an all-star, I mean, he's an all-star, he definitely deserves, you know, a lot of pieces to be traded for him, but just for the Warriors aspect, how does this really fit? I think Sabonis is a player, he's the better player than Miles Turner, but I think his fit in different situations is a little more harder to gauge than Miles Turner, Miles Turner can fit anywhere. Sabonis, I'm not so sure if he could just plug him in and he'll fit with any team. I think he's somebody that should more so have to build around. Um, I don't know how well he would complement the Warriors, but then again, it's the Golden State Warriors. And he's a very good passer from the big man spot, so he might be able to fit in well. But defensively, he's not great. Him at the five, kind of interesting. not sure how that's going to work. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really a fan of Sabonis in Golden State. I'm more so Miles Turner to the Warriors, but... It would be an interesting fit at the very least. I think it would be kind of cool to see how that dynamic would work. You know, you're adding a lot of, you know, all-star power to that team now. And then Klay Thompson coming back. It would definitely be interesting. And, I mean, all three of these guys that they are trading, they're not contributing what right now. And the Warriors are trying to win championships. So, it does make a little bit of sense. But then again, I think you could probably get off, you know, trying to get Miles Turner, maybe giving up a little bit less than what you're giving up in this trade. And the last one, you knew Ben Simmons was going to be in here somewhere. And it says the Ben Simmons saga ends in Portland, so let's see what they have. I assume it's not going to be Damian Lillard, and it's not. CJ McCollum, Nas Little, a 2023 first-round pick, a 2024 first-round pick, and a 2025 first-round pick for Ben Simmons. Um, we talked about this dynamic a lot. The warrior, I mean, the Trailblazers trading for Ben Simmons without having to give up Dame. It's... You know, it's kinda interesting. I don't know how much this really switches things for Portland out west. Like how much does that really move the needle? Now are they instead of an eleven to sixteen team or they a certified playoff team? Probably. I think Ben Simmons helps a lot on the defensive side of the four. But is he gonna elevate you to, you know, all of a sudden you're a top ten defense after being the worst in the league? I don't think so. I think there's a lot more wrong with this team than just adding Ben Simmons. Um outside of that, you're giving up three first round picks, one of them being a pick swap. I mean, that's probably a more ideal package than what Daryl Moy has been asking for. So that's not really that terrible. Um, but then you look at the other side. I mean, Philly, how do they really feel about that? I mean, we've mentioned, like, they already have two small guards who do very similar things to CJ McCollum for a lot less money. CJ's making, like, $30 million a year, I think. He's making a lot of money. So it's like, then you're in the position like, well, how much better does this make us? I don't really think it makes Philly that much better unless CJ all of a sudden goes to Portland and he takes off. He's averaging like 26, 27 points a game. He's an all-star. He's looking like one of the best guards in the league. I'm a big CJ fan. I don't think that's really realistic. I don't think that's actually possible. You know, for I mean, it's possible, but I don't think it's realistic. Honestly, you know, I don't think that's gonna happen. So, how much better does that make um, Philly? I don't think it makes him that much better. I don't think it moves the needle that much in the Eastern Conference, um, unless that that jump from CJ suddenly happens. I don't think it is though. I don't think it is. We have to be real in this situation. So, it's. Just, I think it really depends on what other trade offers Philly is getting from other teams. If this is the best offer that you get, and Ben Simmons isn't coming back anytime soon to play for you, okay, I guess maybe then you go ahead and make that trade. You do get some first-round picks that, that maybe you could use in the trade down the line or use yourself to draft some players. There's always possibilities, but I'm not a big fan of this trade because I don't think Philly will be big fans of it either. And they said they want a top 25 player, which honestly, if you look at the top 25 guys in the league on a you know, majority of lists, it's not possible to get most of those guys because a lot of those teams aren't shopping them or they're not looking to add Ben Simmons. So it's interesting. They said in a report earlier this week that a lot of teams are looking at Ben Simmons like they want to trade for him. But honestly, until it happens, it's really just, it's still hard. This situation is still just as difficult to gauge as it was. You know, in July, it's still difficult to really manage this situation. But these two teams have been linked together the entire time. So, for them to get a trade done without involving Dame, I'm not sure how it goes, man. I'm also in the camp of the Blazers. I think somebody needs to have guts in their organization and just blow the whole thing up. But nobody's going to have guts to do that. They are loyal to Dame, which I respect. Because a lot of organizations aren't loyal to their players, but they are very loyal to Dame. But I think Dame and the organization both need to just realize, like... The chances of us winning a championship is very minimal. Like, it's not, it's probably not going to happen. Just with the pieces that we have, we're not going to be able to add that much talent. And even if we're able to get a Ben Simmons, then what else? I mean, is Ben, Dame, and Yusuf Nurkic enough to win a championship? I don't think so. Is it enough to get out of the second round of the playoffs? I don't think so. Is it enough to get out of the first round? I don't know. It's the Western Conference. Tough situation, man. But hopefully this gets resolved soon because I'm tired of just talking about hypotheticals. I wanna see something actually happen. Trade season, it's upon us. Some of the best times of the year, man. I love talking about trades. I love when trades actually happen so we can see old faces in new places. If y'all see any trade articles or things with rumors in them, send them to me, tweet them at me. All that, man, because I I love reacting to this stuff and it's good just to see hypothetical situations that might come true. Uh, This article is actually pretty decent, I'm surprised. Shout out to Bleacher Report, shout out to them. I'll be back tomorrow with a new video. I promise I'm gonna get back on schedule. Also leave a like, subscribe if you are new, and I'm out. Peace. Off season. This work. Hey, platinum my escape this game.